special edition of Radio Elevate. We've got some awesome surprises for you in store today, and we're going to start out the surprises with a little twist on our worship today. This week, instead of having Christian artists sing Christian music to you, we found some popular artists and what they like to sing when they sing Christian music. And up first, we've got one of my favorites, Mr. Charlie Daniels with Awesome God. This might be the only 
show that you will ever listen to that's going to give you Charlie Daniels followed by Justin Bieber. But Justin Bieber made waves several years ago when he performed at Coachella and performed the hit Reckless Love. Next, we got Justin Bieber in a remix of Reckless Love.
Hey, we got something really special coming up for you this week because up next, we sat down with five of our Elevate students and we discussed the Beatitudes and all the lessons that we've discussed so far during Red. So a very special panel interview on this edition of Radio Elevate coming up next. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt, worship pastor here at Crosspoint Church. Man, what a great opportunity it is to spend time with you here on Radio Elevate. What a great platform and opportunity that you have to share with your friends and your family the good news of the gospel brought to you by Elevate Student Ministries. Cody and the team have done a fantastic job leading you in this ministry. We're excited about what they're going to be able to do through Radio Elevate. I hope you enjoy it. I know I'm looking forward to it. Join with me as we listen together this new lesson on Radio Elevate. All right, welcome back to Radio Elevate. We've got a very special thing for you today. We've got a panel of several Elevate students, and we're going to discuss the Beatitudes that we have been talking about for the last several weeks. And guys, if you would, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. And that's awesome. We're, we're so glad to have uh, some different students with us this week and uh, let them kind of share their stories with us. And as I said a few minutes ago, we're discussing the different Beatitudes that we've talked about over the last several, three or four weeks. And I want to start with Emily, if you don't care. Emily, which of the Beatitudes is your favorite and why? My favorite was verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And I looked it up, and it basically, it kind of dumbed it down for me, and it means do unto others as you would have them do unto you, which I think is great, because whatever, if you show love for others, more than likely they're going to show love back, and whatever attitude you give them, they're going to give it back. And so is that something that you can relate easily to? Yes, definitely. Like with my sister especially, like if I show her, like, uh, niceness, she's going to give it back most of the time. Sometimes she'll be angry, but you got to try like to be nice to people and love them. That's awesome. Thanks, Emily. Uh, Nathan, which beatitude do you think the teens need to hear? Um, I think that's verse 4. It's probably one of the, one of the ones that's really applied to me. It's, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I think that's really applicable to teens, especially because, I mean, as you're going through your teenage years, there's always going to be something, something that makes you mourn, something sad that happens, something that makes, something that makes you angry, something tragic that happens in your life, and 
it's really important to know that that's not the end. That there's always a God's always going to comfort you and show you where you need to go from there. So is this a beatitude that has affected you personally that you've experienced? I would say yes. Next, uh, we have Blake here. Blake, what what do you think uh, being poor in spirit means, and what does it mean to you? Just like no hope, like the sin, you know? So how can you be rich with God but still be poor in spirit? Uh, maybe like just knowing you can lose everything but like still believe in God. And still know God's going to be there for you, right? Yeah. So why do you think God allows some people to be poorer in spirit than others? Maybe like, maybe they're, um, makes them know that they need him and they're not like self-sufficient. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Blake. Appreciate that answer, bud. Uh, next up, we're going to have Hannah. Hannah, do you view mourning and being sad as a blessing from God? I definitely think that it can be a blessing because God always knows what you're going to need. And it might take heartbreak to really find and connect with God. So how can mourning draw you closer to God? Um, you might realize that, hey, I might need to pray. And you might just come closer to him from praying. And has this ever happened to you? Definitely, quite a bit of times, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Up next, we've got Nathan again. Nathan, what does being humble mean to you? Go. I think that humility really means just letting go of your pride. Because like, teens these days want, really want to fit in and think that it's like bragging about what they're good at, what they like, talking not incessantly about themselves will help others like, accept them more. So how can you personally, how do you remain humble? Um, it's, it's, it's very, it's, <laughs> it can be difficult at times, but you just got to remember that they're, they're people just like you. They're children of God. And it, the important thing is not to be, it's not so much to be just accepted by them to get them to like you, but to bring them to the truth. So do you think that teens in general are humble, or do you think teens in general may lack humility? I think teens in general, even the ones that are not necessarily humble, they, they, they all, everyone thinks that they are humble. But if you look at it from the outside, oftentimes they're not actually. It, with teens in particular, it, honestly, I mean, it depends on the teen, obviously, but I feel like humility is not as widespread as it once was, so, or as it should be. Do you have any advice for a teen that may be struggling with their humility? Um, yeah. Humility, humility is very important to a teen because how you act in your teenage years, how you learn to act in your teenage years, is going to carry over to the rest of your life. And if you are bragging constantly and arrogant, self-centered, then even if it makes people, it makes people want to be your friends as a teen, it's, they, are they really being friends with you or being friends with the you that you are portraying? And then carrying on into your adult years, if, you, if you're not humble as an adult, then 
people are not going, like on a material level, people are not going to want to be around you. Awesome. Another, on a higher level, it's just that people will think more of you than you actually are. Awesome. Thank you, Nathan. Up next, we've got Blake, or whom we lovingly call Balake. Balake, we've got a question for you. How would you describe the word righteousness? Uh, it's just like being forgiven by God, like God giving you purity and like righteousness. So how can you know what is right and what is wrong? Well, I think the Bible tells it like clearly. and You can also, like the Holy Spirit gives that little nudge about like if you're doing something wrong, you kind of like feel that little voice saying no. Yeah, you've got that. Uh, you've got that little knowing those little things on your shoulders. They sort of talk to you a little bit, don't they? So, how do you think teens react to being right and wrong today? Well, most of them, like, I guess, uh, what they think is right and what they see other people doing. Uh, how do you think the world reacts to being right and being wrong? Uh, like, shoot for themselves, kind of, kind of like the Awesome. Thank you, Balake. Up next, we've got Lauren. She's going to join us. Lauren, we're going to talk a little bit about mercy. When's a time that you have been shown mercy? Um, one time, not too long ago, I lied to my parents. And it was you like, did what? <laughs> 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 yeah, um, it, was, it, it All right, been. stop right there a minute. You lied to your parents. We're going to have to pull out the Ten Commandments in the middle of the church. <laughs> Go ahead, Lauren. Um, it was a pretty, I guess you would call it a big lie, but I thought I was going to get a punishment, but they just said, don't do it again, and then forgave me for it. Well, so uh, how did you react to being shown that mercy? I was very surprised, but also thankful. So in, let's flip that script just a little bit. When's the time that you have shown mercy? So what was the outcome? Um, we ended up not being friends, but it just like lifted some weight off my heart. And yeah. I had to them. It's awesome. So this this next question that we're going to talk about, Lauren, I'd like for you to still hang out here with me a minute. The next question that we're going to talk about is something that I think teens today, especially in high schools with uh, social media and TV and everything. I really think it's something that teens face day in and day out. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to start with what does purity mean to you? Um, I think purity means like being faithful to God's laws and like following in God's footsteps. So how important is it for you to remain pure? It's very important, especially in high school because not many people like to stay pure, but it just like I know that God is proud of me for it. It just makes me feel better. So, do you think teens in general seek purity? Um, some do, but I think they also try to fit in with the crowd that don't like to seek purity. And I, and I think, I, I would ask you this, what advice would you have for a teen that's struggling with their purity? Um, definitely pray about it and read the Bible. And it's it doesn't make you hold perfect with anyone else. Be yourself, because that's the best you can, you can be, and just know that God's with 
Yeah, and uh, and one thing I kind of want to add about purity is that uh, if you go back to our our lesson that we had about purity a couple weeks ago, it was uh, most things are pure in the matter of they're perfect. They're, there's no fall in them or anything like that. But in a biblical standpoint, when we're talking about being believers, purity is more about seeking to be pure and not being pure itself. And Lauren, would you say that in that you have a sinner's heart? Would, would you say that you hate that sin that's inside you and you seek the purity? Yes. Yeah, and I think so many teens might embrace that sin and not embrace the purity that comes with that. So awesome. Lauren, thank you so much for that answer. Next, we're going to have Emily come up. And Emily, first I want to ask you, how can you be a peacemaker? So, do you think, in general, the world values peace? No. Why? Because there's so much hate in today's like society, and no one knows how to agree on something. Yeah, I think that's true. We can kind of look at our world leaders and even see that some here and there. So, uh, Nate, I'm going to go and ask you, how can you be a peacemaker in your home? Well, quite simply, you can just... You can bring peace to home by avoiding unnecessary arguments, promoting prayer in, in your household, and just really remembering that all of you are children of God. All of you, all of you are loved by God. All of you, none, none, there's no necessarily you versus them. You're all on the same side. So awesome. Thank you, Nathan. Lauren, I'm going to go to you, and I'm going to ask you, how can you promote peace in your school? Awesome. Thank you, Lauren. Hannah, I'm going to go to you and I'm going to ask you, how can you promote peace in your church? I think Matthew 5, 9 gives a good example of that. It says, God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. So basically, you can just try and see everyone's side and just agree with them or say you do at least, even if you don't. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hannah. Uh, and last, I'm going to bring Emily up here. And Emily, I want to talk to you a little bit about being a believer and the last beatitude. Have you ever been criticized for being a believer? Yes. Okay. Uh, how did it make you feel? So I think you, you would say that your uh, reaction was maybe one of disappointment. Did you also feel any anger or frustration with that? Uh, I was kind of angry that I wasn't able to like, kind of bring the point across to them. So what would you say to a teenager today uh, that's a Christian and they're faced with somebody who's criticizing them being a believer? I think that they should always turn to God um, for the answer to just say a quick little prayer like, God, help me out. Uh, they don't really, it's kind of hard to bring that answer up to someone, uh, especially if they don't believe, uh, and it's really hard to, to like, let them understand. It's kind of a slow process. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Emily. And that's our panel discussion, guys. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt, worship pastor here at Cross Point Church. I hope you're enjoying this lesson. I want to give you an opportunity to give to Radio Elevate ministry of Elevate Student Ministries of Cross Point Church. You can text the word GIVE 
to 423-467-5311. That's 423-467-5311. And you can become a partner with Radio Elevate. Enjoy this lesson. And guys, that's going to do it for our discussions on the Beatitudes. Uh, hang back with us for the rest of the series read that we'll start next week. But hey, until next time, my name's Cody Fair. I'm the youth pastor with Elevate Youth Ministry at Cross Point Church in Jonesboro, Tennessee. I want to thank you so much for joining us this week. And until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for next time. Bye, guys. Make sure you stay safe. Goodbye, everybody. We'll get back. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Bye! Bye. <laughs>